This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why are you having a draft? My name is Bradley James. And you are joined, as always, by me, Marcus Ellard. Hello, Marcus. Hi, mate. Um, it's been a little bit of time because of an international break. It's felt it's felt like a long time. But as you hear this, Premier League football is back and underway. In fact, if you're listening to this the day it's released, there's a game tonight to finish off the weekend. It's Arsenal. Today, this episode... As we record this, we are joined by a man who's top of the league at the moment. His name's Matthew Melolo. So excited to hear from Melolo. For the first time. I know, I know. Sort of directly. We've heard about from him in the, in the interviews. But, but that uh, was pre the unprecedented success that he's having in the first, uh, first third of the Premier League season. Yeah, the unexpected underdog story of Matthew Melolo. And he's the only one calling it an underdog story. Yeah, because he loves it. Um, but also joined by the draft's favourite mathematician, Matthew Brummett. Stat Matt. Stat Matt. Matt Stats. So, without any further ado, are you having a draft? I think we are. Here we are, off the back of the international break. I don't know about you, Marcus, but I actually enjoyed the international break this time round, largely because it was my birthday, so I had something to distract me. A very good reason, a very good reason to enjoy the international break. Yeah, I'd like to say thank you to those members of the draft who uh, made the effort to come and spend time with me on my birthday. It was wonderful. You're very welcome. Wouldn't have missed it for the world. Oh, cheers, mate. Um, I'm going to name and shame those who didn't, in case (laughs) that will affect who you support in the draft. You have every right to not support these people anymore. There are some mitigating circumstances. But if you support one of Yare, Andy's, Mantle's, Meds, Nick's or Dutz's team, I would encourage you to support someone else. No excuses. Because they are dirty little whores <laughs> who don't go to people's birthdays. Terrible behaviour. Now, Meds lives in Cardiff. Fair enough. Mantle lives in Nottingham. Fair enough. Andy... Not really an excuse. Yare, not really an excuse. 
Nick, definitely not an excuse. Went to Oxford that weekend. Um, Dutch didn't have an excuse. So terrible. If you if you I support any of those guys, Yare's the Yare. Like I, he was very quiet over the weekend. I think he was always deliberately like sheepish about. He was it. very quiet. Yare bizarrely has shown up to every one of my other birthdays, and then I heard nothing from him about this one. What's going on? Maybe he's trying to cerebrally assassinate you. That's probably it. (laughs) That's what he's doing. That's probably it. Um, But we are joined by two guests that were there at your birthday, um, starting with a regular and the draft's favourite mathematician. Matthew Brummett, manager of Superkeen Bromaticos, currently in 11th. And also joining us... Matthew Melalu, manager of Malulu's FC, currently first in the draft. Wow! Championate! <laughs> touch premature, but thanks, thanks for all the same. Man. I mean, I think they'll probably accuse us of being glory hunters, Marcus, by getting whoever's top of the league to come in and do the draft. But the way it has worked out is that Melalu has wrestled back top spot at time of recording. Congratulations, mate. Thank you. These are uncertain times. Not really sure what to make of it up here. How do you feel? How, how, do, how does it feel? Well, the altitude's giving me a nosebleed. Um, apart from that, I feel pretty uncertain of things. I've, you know, there's a, an element of luck in there. And I hope that I'll be able to stick at least in the top area for a while. If I can um, get some results out of some, some of my players. I, I think, might, uh, might sounds somewhat defeatist players. to me. Man. No, I think, oh, he's playing the undercard. Yeah. The underdog card. I think European football beckons for Malulu's FC next season. Top four finish, yeah. yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. Well, you've been accused, you see, in the past of not necessarily... You mentioned luck and you've been accused of perhaps not doing the research to back up your current position. So we've got a little quiz for you later on. Right. That we're going to um, fire some questions your way just to put to the test your knowledge of your team. Real easy. You're going to pass it with flying colours. Excellent. That sounds... Uh, and prove everybody wrong. You know your stuff. Sounds good, mate. Sounds good. You're going to expose me publicly. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Wouldn't be for the first not, time that that's happened. I'm not going to expose myself. <laughs> I get it. Um, if, uh, if now's a decent time, I just wanted to say, um, I'm obviously first time on the podcast. Welcome. Bit of a fan, gents. Thank you very much. Oh, for, wow. Thanks very much for bringing me on. It's I been, mean, we're a fan of your drafting. You're top well, of the league. You know, so it's an honour to I have like you here. to uh, entertain. Yeah. Um, but I've uh, I've really enjoyed what you've done so far. It's lovely to come on and chat to you in person. And, uh, oh, Melody, you've got us welling up well, here, you know, man. But in the, spirit, in the spirit of podcasts, and I do listen to a few, a lot of guests might, you know, bring a little gift. Uh, yeah, they sort of, bloody well should start doing that. Yeah, as as one of the people that actually did attend the Bradley James Birthday Festival this year, I've got a late birthday present for Mister James. Oh, oh. something! <gasps> oh my oh, god! Way. Oh my god! Tell us what you can see, Bradley. Okay, um, I'm going to have to let my uh, excitement calm down first. But okay, I've got in my hand a very shiny silver packet. This is amazing. On that silver packet is a sticker that has the uh, little podcast emblem and hashtag Ahad. May I open these? You may open that. That um, is your birthday present. This is since... I mean, I almost don't want to open them. They're almost... Uh, <laughs> they're worth more. To. They'd be worth more. <laughs> so, uh, wow. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to rip open the, do it. the shiny package. <laughs> if you don't rip the top corner off, remember? You used to yeah, oh yeah. Do that be careful. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, there we I go. I hope it wasn't hoping you were going to open them and it's just like David Unsworth from yeah. 94, 95, <laughs> still knocking around his oh, garage. Sean Teal, I didn't have him. Um, okay. Oh, look at oh this. Oh my God, they are fantastic. I'm I'm now extracting that a- from the package oh, that's amazing. a group of stickers and oh. on these stickers are the faces of all the drafters. Some of you may have seen, oh my day, some of you may have seen... May I? The Instagram <laughs> account. I was just, just, just rub my hands. Just hand a clammy from the, the exciting. Same, the sacred <laughs> panini sticker. We start off uh, We start off with a Chike sticker there. A little bit of oh, workshop that's gone into that one. Um, then we move, oh, we move on to the Cerebral Assassin himself. Evil FC... <laughs> Mel- Phil's there, Melaloo's there, Melulu's, Fairy Tale Erotica, Johnny Wolf, <laughs> Medea is... Llewellyn, and the Kitchen Crusaders. There you go, Marcus. Oh, look at that. This is, it's like a dream come true. Uh, I mean, this is like celebrating my birthday all over again. Uh, Daniel Mantle's Mental Dandies, the Abdo, Crooked and All, <laughs> the Wooden Spoon with the chip in it that Pete gave. The season after he gave the abdo a crooked leg. Uh, there's Nicholas Morgan, a supermarket sweepers. James Robertson, the narrowboat locking. Look at this. There's Dutz, Sharmageddon, Matthew Brummett of the super keen Bromacticos. Beautiful. That's Andrew O'Neill, Lady Online FC. Last but not least. There is me in sticker form. That's amazing. And the beautiful thing about this pack, as opposed to the traditional paninis, is in this pack, everyone's a winner because you always get the full set. That's amazing. You're not going to be searching. You've got five brummets and you're swapping them. What's wrong with that? Everyone's People will be disappointed because they want six brummets. Where is my sixth brummet? Oh, no, I've got on my lunchbox, on my pencil case. I've got the full team for you there, mate. This is a legit... I'm not obviously going to peel it, but this is a legit sticker. These are legit stickers. Amazing. This is a prototype. Okay. You you know, when I designed these... You then said, yeah, there were a few people saying, what are the chances of getting these made? And I yeah. thought, let's have a little let's look. Let's see what they look like when we And when we this, my gift to you for your birthday is the first off the run prototype pack. My friend, For you, you to uh, to keep and treasure. And um, there may be more if demand deems it. I, I don't know what to say because I don't think I can come up with words worthy of your effort and achievement here. It's all right. Um, but we shall put some pictures. Yeah. On the uh, social media social accounts, media. so that uh, you guys can see what's um, making me go That's giddy. Amazing. That's amazing. Amazing. and they, that, that'll come out. So there's no spoilers. We'll put it out once the podcast's gone live a couple we'll of days later. Then we'll put them yeah, out for sure. Absolutely, yeah. um, that's excellent. And because no one gets left out, I've been <laughs> I've been listening to this podcast, Marcus, um, and. I mean, to be honest, the bear baiting's up there with Jeremy Kyle at times. How <laughs> dare you! I do no, worry no. about your blood pressure. So <laughs> what I've done is I've got you a cheeky little pack of aspirin. Uh, <laughs> I would recommend one of, one of those a day just to help thin the blood. When that vein's really popping, when you're really <laughs> angry about me getting a good team and you not, just pop one of Very those good. in. Deep you're predicting that, that you're going to finish bottom. Thanks, Thanks for that. And then, finally, oh, on a similar yes. theme... 
There's a thank you card to the one and only Brummett. Oh, if you oh, care amazing. to open it, Can I open it? Yeah. please do. Uh, because if you listen to a certain person in this room a little too closely, he seems to think that you're responsible for my team, not me. So I just want to say <laughs> thanks very much for all your help on draft night. There's a little voucher there, your present. Yeah. If I do win can the draft, read, yes. Away. If you if you want to read it, can yeah. I can. After can second read time, this out? Read yeah. So. Um, I'm not going to go with the actual message itself because that's very personal and it's not. not that to be was between you and I. Yeah, def- yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. I don't want to betray that, but I'll give you the gift voucher if I win the draft. That's I as in Matthew Melville, um, and you as in Matthew Brummett are in the catering zone. I will cook in your place. There you go. So I'm actually, that's a win-win for everyone. That was like, that was my contribution. Unbelievable, mate. Wow, I think we'll be inviting Melu on more often. <laughs> Take note, future guests of this podcast, <laughs> gifts welcome. Last time, I think I just brought a can of iron brew. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah. Marcus, by the time that this airs, yeah, it will be the final episode before Halloween. You know what that means. <laughs> you know what that means it's time for. The Curse of Wolf. Quickly becoming my favourite section of the podcast, we're back with The Curse of Wolf. Now this is sort of a, a double a double header because... Shaw, who we mentioned mm. in our last podcast, mm. is currently on the app at 50-50. Mm. So he could be out. So the Curse of Wolf has struck. Shaw has been out. But luckily for Wolf, we've had the international break. Mm. Well, because it's Halloween, I think there's been a reverse in the curse. I, I mean, I love that. I love the rhyming already. What, what, you, what do you mean? Johnny's getting his keeper back. He is. Alison is going to be back for the big one as well. They're playing Manchester United this weekend. For the big one. Now, not necessarily the game you'd want him back for. No. But still, he's getting him back. This actually affects you. I know. And I knew see, I knew that this was I knew that this was happening. Mm. So although it's very sad and it obviously looked incredibly painful that Hugo Lloris dislocated it. Have you seen it? Have you seen that? Yeah. And his, no. he, dis, he dislocated his elbow a couple of weeks ago. Um, there was a message that was sent at the time asking if the elbows are meant to bend like that. Oh, <laughs> and they're absolutely not. They're not. definitely not. Um, so what I did was obviously I realised very quickly that Alisson was on his way back, which meant that my number one, um, my number one keeper... It's called Adrian Marcus. I know, yes, no, no. It's more about this. About <laughs> Quick check of the board, see who's <laughs> in his team. But my number one keeper at the minute, Adrian, who is Liverpool's number two was going to, be, going to be warming the bench, essentially. So I quickly got Gazagnia in. <laughs> Sorry, hey, who is that? Hey, and when he realised that Gazagnia wasn't a player in the Premier League, he thought, who else is available? <laughs> and he went for Gazaniga instead. There you go. But what? But no, come on, that is a, that's a shrewd move by me. I noticed that Lloris dislocated his Very elbow. Very shrewd. And then as soon, as soon as it came up that he looked like he was going to be injured for a while, as soon as I saw it on Twitter, I was like, I'm getting, rid, I'm getting rid of whoever I had before and bringing in Spurs number two. As regards to the Curse of Wolf, there has been a bit a reverse of the Curse of Wolf, um, which has affected me, which I'm actually fine with. It's affected yeah. me. I've got Ashley Young. I'm devastated. 
is going to get knocked out by Luke Shaw. Oh, I see. Ah, a case of both effect, both effectees yeah, for the curse. You could have a, a support group, mate. But we've got. Um, no, I don't think anything else happened in the international break for Wolf. Um, but yet we've got our first weekend back in the Premier League. So I'm, I'm sure that in next episode we will have some more updates. I hope so because, at the very least, I just like listening to the theme tune. And if we've got got nothing to talk about, then we don't get to play the theme tune. So, fingers crossed, the curse of Wolf remains. The Curse of Wolf. Okay, transfer update for this week. Uh, We'll just pick out We'll pick out some of the more notable ones. Um, one that has happened this very day of recording, and that is Meds has dropped Alex Awobi, and he's brought in uh, Wilfred Ndidi. And what's interesting is there's a bit of a furore on the WhatsApp group about it. Yeah. And um, just to remind us what his reasoning behind that was, Bradley. Everton at 18th and Leicester at 4th. <laughs> that is the only reason. And you know why is it he throw? He's off to the rugby in Tokyo. Yeah. To You're see, kidding me. He's, going hey, he's en route to I see... Yeah, no. He's going to see Wales yeah. in the quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's done the last ditch change and thought, sod it, I'm on the plane, forget about it for a few days and watch the Ruggers. Wow. That's what yeah. a legend. Yeah. Solo flyer. Yeah. He's gone by himself. Yeah. yeah. When did he get tickets? I, li- I saw it on Instagram today. He's literally just, he's like. He's kept quiet it's... about this. Probably because one of us would try and tag him <laughs> off. <laughs> I, I was about to sign him. Yeah. But um, again, for the hardcore listeners, remember the last time I was on, I was having a bit of a one of my standard breakdowns about um, <laughs> signing Alonso too quickly. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to do the same thing this time. So I saw a Wobi pop up and I'm like, there must be something wrong with him. So I'm researching him, I'm calling his mother and everything like that, finding out what's going on. Couldn't find anything, but by the time I was like, right, I'm going to sign him. Walford sneaked Already in. Already rang his mum to find oh, out. Yeah, got there. in. Yeah. Um, which obviously is bad news for Alex Wobi because he'll probably get injured this weekend. I unexpectedly might have found myself uh, yesterday auditioning in front of Mr. Bill Kenwright, the owner of said football team. <laughs> wow. Amazing, um, amazing. Uh, he, and he loves talking about football. Oh, he, you go in there and say, oh, Everton, he talk about Everton, loves to Absolutely guys. remarkable man. I, I, an audition like I've never had. Lovely bloke. And it killed me to be in there having to audition and sing musical theatre songs, which I very rarely do. Yes, yeah, so look at you, the look on all of your faces. I, love I it. actually, I, I actually sang a song. I mean, the last time I heard you sing a song, it took about the fritter fryer. Took, <laughs> I was going to say it took about forty-five minutes. The Jack Crawford, the Jack, uh, the, no, the full sea, sea shanty. shanty, the stunning sea shanty. It is Jack In Crawford. Fact, we've got two people with us today, Marcus, who have sang the l- longest songs I've ever witnessed. One is the Jack Crawford. Sea Shanty, which took about an hour and a half of a song show. <laughs> yeah. Hour and a half well spent. Yeah. The other, which is, I think is, you probably had to take a break and just leave your duet partner still singing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was singing Snooker Loopy with, uh, uh, who was it? Fred? Dan Frid, yeah, yeah. With Dan Frid, yeah. uh, which would, I think is probably still going on now. He's probably still <laughs> holding the mic. Whilst you're here for <laughs> recording the podcast, because they still haven't finished it. Yet. It's not my fault that Snookaloopy's got 28 choruses, Blake, <laughs> yeah. Chaz, and Dave. All yeah. of which are the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're all, all excellent. So, yeah. <laughs> what did Mr. Kenwright have to say to you? Well, I'll believe it because that's <laughs> 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 
You've got um, the job. Yeah, you start on Monday. The world is injured. Hold on. Have we actually got some inside knowledge on this? <laughs> People are going to be complaining. Um, I, don't t- I don't tune in for this. I don't tune for insightful information. All, all I can say is, uh, while auditioning for him, I just wanted to sit there and say, um, you know, forget all of this. Can you tell me if things going to turn around for Bernard? and get, is, is he going to get me some more points here? Because my fantasy football season's, you know, really relying on having a few... Firing midfielders. What I can say, though, because oh, obviously no. I didn't do that. Why not? That would have been gold. That I would mean, be gold. career suicide. Oh. <laughs> Just sit there and... Although, all right, here's an interesting thing. If you ever have an audition um, for Bill Kenroy... <laughs> all right, yeah. This yeah. I'm going to use no, this. This is true. This the, is true. You get an email from them saying, this is what we want you to do. Read these sides. Prepare these songs. Do not, under any circumstances... Sing, you will never walk alone. <laughs> Which is fair enough. And apparently, last week, two people did. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and they immediately got sent home. <laughs> Why would you yeah. do that? Did you, also, did you sing Z Cars? Just put that on the lyrics? I just, However, <laughs> if you'd have gone in there and gone, and if you know, you're this to me, <laughs> then you'd have got the job on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. All I can say, he, he was in an absolutely fantastic mood. So who knows? Maybe he's done some Spook deals it. that have. Uh, Sorry, you know, uh, making things look a bit more rosy over there. And so, sorry to be the only one on the podcast that's got a proper job and doesn't understand this whole like theatre malarkey. So, what has Bill Kenwright got to do with like? <laughs> so you know this. You know Bill Kenwright as the football team owner. Yeah, because I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent of the population. Exactly. We yeah. in the acting profession know him as impresario and theatre mogul. All oh, right. Sort of Bill. almost. There's no one else like him Bill in Kenwright terms of. Productions. He okay. produces so many shows, so many shows. Lots of touring shows. Yeah, yeah touring shows. Um, things like Blood Brothers that was in town forever, um, yeah. and lots of things up and down the West End, and then yeah, like Marcus says, just loads and loads of touring wow. shows. But yeah, so, so every day. The, I wanted to I ask him. I was desperate to sort of say, by the way, big fan from the fantasy football side. Can you please sort your team out if so that I can... The, uh, if you get, get the job on the meet and greet, you absolutely have to ask him that. On behalf of all people who listen to this podcast and myself and Marcus, we are disappointed in you. <laughs> I am disappointed. Just to let you know, next time this opportunity comes up, do okay. not squander it. I, okay, yeah. all right. If, if, I, if I get a job on a meeting, I will ask. Touch on a couple of other transfers that have happened since we last spoke. Um... Or transfers of note. We were watching Saka actually as he was playing for Arsenal. Phil's brought him in. Um, another one to mention is that do you remember a few weeks ago that Yare dropped a player called a Yosi Perez for uh, Leicester? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Bit of controversy about that. I remember it because I picked him up because Perez is a very good player. He's a great player. And he replaced him with Buffal at Southampton. Didn't quite have the faith in Buffal that he did, I guess, when he initially signed him because he's dropped him <laughs> straight away. I didn't even notice that. And he's brought in Adama Traore from Wolves. He scored two goals against he's Man City. He's a very knee-jerk reaction, he's isn't he? Points, I isn't think it? when you're in that place in the table, surely that's yeah. what becomes of you, right? Out of all the knee-jerk transfers to probably make, Traore's not a bad one because he did, he, did, he did look pretty hot in that game. Mr... Matthew Melu, top of the league, is the only drafter not to have made a single transfer. 
I am. I am. Uh, and on draft night, I made the bold claim that it's impossible to win this competition on draft night. Therefore, you have to <laughs> transfer players in and out. And so, I haven't done that. So why have you held back so far? What's uh, Do you not see any... Oh, I do. I see. I see potential holes in uh, in my team. Yeah. Obviously, I'm very fondly looking forward to Lacazette's return, and hopefully, mm. he'll uh, get himself back into the squad on a regular basis. I'm a bit worried about. Well, I think we're all a bit worried about what's going on at Tottenham at the moment. Um, I just watched um, Harry Kane's 100 Club Premier League 100 Club goals, and it is astonishing how many of those goals are either penalties against Arsenal (laughs) or enterprising runs, there's that cliche, from either Deli Alley or just little through balls from Ericsson. The the number of those goals which come about because one of those two has has basically bulldozed their way forward Mm -hmm. and laid him off is incredible. This season, that's not happening. Any more transfers you want to talk about, Bradley? I think that's it, Marmite! Transfer over and out. It's getting to that time of year where our drafters need little bits of outside inspiration. And with that in mind, here is Bradley's mum's words of wisdom. So, uh, Mother, you've got some advice for our drafters, haven't you? You've been keeping a close eye on proceedings. I have been listening to all the draft, yes. Oh, fantastic. Yes, fantastic. I've listened to everyone. I think there'll be some keen ears amongst in the league. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they'll want to know what, what, what your version of how to improve things will be. Um, who are you going to start off with? Uh, I think I'm going to start off with meds. Okay. Because meds... If anyone offers you a trade, run it by me first, please. <laughs> or anyone who's ever seen a football match. <laughs> <laughs> he has got better, but you're you're right. He perhaps in the past he's been caught out one or two times, but he's getting better with these trades. So I, I think you just sending him in the right direction there will probably yeah. uh, give him that, that nudge he Help. needs. Good. Um, okay, so who who next would you like to... Next one's Ducks. Pass some sage advice on to Ducks. Very good. Our current champion. Ducks. Everton defenders and third choice Chelsea strikers are not a recipe for success. No, they are not. That is very astute. But if anyone can turn a questionable drafting decision into victory, it's definitely you, Ducks. <laughs> it is indeed, yes. He's got a good track record. Hashtag... Adrian Mariapa. <laughs> Fantastic. That is very good advice. He he will be very pleased for that. Good. Um, okay, who who's next? Uh, yes, who are we going to have next? We should have... Phil. Oh, Phil, you've done so well to transform your La Liga side into a Premier League outfit. He has well indeed. Done. Well done, Phil. And if you want to complete your Scottish revolution... Stuart Armstrong and Robert Snodgrass are still available. And I'm sure Marcus will trade Grant Hanley with you for the right price. <laughs> Very good insider trading knowledge there, Mum. Okay, so I think these are some words of wisdom Phil can definitely take to heart. Um, 
Who who next? Who's, who's next? Nick. Nick. Nick's next. The new boy, the rookie. The rookie. Nick, how well you've done. Mm. Probably regretting not trading Pookie for an elite performer mm. when you could. Yeah, I agree. But this is one of many lessons you learn in your already impressive rookie season. Yes, he has been impressive, hasn't he? He has been really impressive a... and you've got them worried. Bramit, please try harder. And I don't think the rest of the drafters want a faux vegan doing the cooking again. <laughs> in Glen, we trust. Yes. All right, so that's Brummett with some <laughs> some wise words to follow. Yep. Who else? Mantle. Mantle. What are we going to say to him? Mantle, you may not be the draft's most exciting drafter. That is true. That is but true. But keep doing what you're doing. It'll see you through. Mm. But who's the man bun? You're not a sumo wrestler, and it's definitely not 2015. <laughs> Yare, if there's one man who will hit rock bottom and keep fighting, it's you. Yes, very you true. You do the draft proud. It does. may not be your year this time round, but this lesson will have you back stronger next season. So don't worry, keep on. Good stuff. Have heart, Yare. That's the message yeah. there. Right, next one is Wolf. Ah, now there's a man who needs some advice. Well, Wolf, you don't like to take risks which tends to lead you offering unfair trades. Now, supposing you risk a player that someone might actually want, it could pay off and in return take you to the next level. Mm, I see what you're saying there. If he was to offer somebody who was a good player in his team yes, for someone of equal measure or what you think was equal measure, yeah. then someone might... Pass, you know, exchange a player for him who might actually turn out to be even better. That is the risk you're talking about. Yes. I, you have to do this in life sometimes. Yeah. Wolf Take a risk. Never does that. So I, I, I can't believe these pearls of wisdom haven't hit Wolf sooner. But that is what he needs for the next level. Come on, Wolf. I believe in you. Yeah. Take a risk. Mum believes in you too. You can do it. You're the next <laughs> name on that trophy. Come on. That's our pep talk for Wolf. Your pep talk for Wolf. <laughs> Yeah, that's your pep talk, Wolf. Yeah, who have we got? Who have we got next? Andy. Andy, okay. Andy. Andy, usually so cool-headed. Mm. You've had your cage rattled. <laughs> Only fools empty ashtrays when the house is on fire. Mm. It's interesting what you say about emptying ashtrays when the house is on fire because he was very perturbed by his, his penalty fine. Oh, dear. Recently, as you, as you, as you heard. Yeah. Two pound. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mum, who is next? Malulu. <laughs> I love that name. It's Malulu. Malulu, you've got to stop thinking and posting social media stuff like an underdog. Yes. And start acting like the champion that you are. Be positive. I couldn't agree more. You hear that, Malulu? In Malulu. <laughs> you hear that, Melalu? You're a champ. A champ. Start act acting, start acting like one. Start acting like it, Melalu. Yeah. All right, that leads us on to who? Pete. Okay, what advice have you got for Pete? Pete. Pete, you went to all the trouble to create Pete's predictive model, and then you didn't stick to it. The only way you're going to overcome the bad luck caused by breaking the abdo is by trusting the algorithm. Yes, um, how long do you think is because obviously broke 
trophy, the sacred abdo. How long do you think his bad luck will will last? Oh, well, I think um, it's usually seven years, but I don't think it'll take that long. No, you think he can overcome that? Yeah, definitely. Marcus, don't let the doubters get you down. No predictive model decides where you finish. My advice to you is, instead of going to these weddings of people that you don't know very well, use that precious time to research what you're going to do, and you might actually win the thing. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That is so painfully accurate. (laughs) Yes, Marcus. More research. Less cheap appearances at weddings. Um, okay, uh, last but not least, last but not least, yes. son and heir Bradley. Hello, hi, what advice you got for me, mum? Well, you just got to keep on doing what you're doing, okay? Yeah, yeah, concentrate, yeah, yeah. keep your mind on the job, yep, doing that, yeah, you know, we love you, yeah, great, but if you end bottom, one, they won't want you cooking, and two. You'll be out of the family. Is that strong enough words for you? I would say I would say it was fair. That was only fair, okay. given by our the family standards of uh, <laughs> achievement required. Yes, to remain correct. a member in it. Correct. Um, excellent, uh, Mum. Thank you so much for your words of wisdom. I know I know the drafters will appreciate it. Yeah, and, I'm sure. Uh, I know the ones who pay the most attention to it will see a change in fortunes. They will. They will succeed. Very good. If they listen. To the matriarch. <laughs> so we're going to look at some player stats. Oh, we've got the right people in. What right people in the room? For yeah. Uh, quite simply, we're going to look at the top five Premier League players points wise. And then we're going to look at who's got them. It's the top, okay. of, the top of the pops. Now, we were, in fact, actually, we were going to look at the top five, but five and six are related. So I'll tell you number five. Number are five. related? The Neville brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they are still playing. Yeah. Their relation is uh, the fact that they both belong to the same drafter. Okay. So uh, in fifth position currently, he's been mentioned uh, before, Mo Salah. He's got 55 points. Melalu brought him in for 63 auction points. In sixth is Tammy Abraham. Oh, hello. Who's got 54 points and again is Melalu's player. So Melalu's got fifth and sixth, which yeah. probably explains why he's top of the league. Not bad. And he brought him in for two points. I did because I did my research, you see. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let me put this to bed. All right. The night before the draft, I basically got really worried about how much research all of you guys will have done compared to me. Here you go. This is it. So this is the revelation I've been waiting for. I got I got online <laughs> and I did some... This is what I kind of do every year, but yeah. this year I was like, I better actually remember some of this. I got online and Tied I went to things, things like the Manchester <laughs> Evening News and the Radio Times and yeah. stuff. And I, and I literally said... Who are the unknown picks? Well, on the Radio for, Times? Yeah, they've got a website. Yeah. They, they, do, they do all sorts of stuff. When Not it comes just, to fancy football time, mate, they, okay. when the season comes. massive. I didn't and even I, know about And it. I said, who are, who are the unknown picks for fancy football this year? 
and it gave me a whole list of options. And Tammy was on at least three different articles. So, and I'm sorry to say this, no. so was Mr. Pookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, was yeah, totally, I, I totally knew. I was like, these two boys. Yes, yeah, great. Yeah. And then what I did is I got my list of all the people that were suggested there and I wrote them all down. And I maybe got a shout at two or three of them. You guys all knew about these people anyway. And usually the bids went too high because I put all my money well, on. You, to you heard about my Tammy Abraham thing. I just didn't realise he'd come back to Chelsea. Yeah, well, there so you I go. I just been sold elsewhere. Uh, and then <laughs> my next step was like, right, these are the ones that the, the guys are going to know about. If I get the chance, I get them. If I don't <laughs> spend all my money on Mo Salah, which I didn't plan on doing, but then, hey, you guys let me have him for less than last year, yeah. so fine. Uh, my second step was to go and look at who took takes the penalties for every single team. And then who the second penalty takers are for every single team. So in theory, I did have a list. But people like Jorginho who I picked, I was like, I want a Chelsea midfielder. Fine, I'm going to have a Chelsea midfielder. Willian probably went too expensive. Jorginho came up and I was like, ooh, he takes penalties according to this list. Lampard likes him for penalties in pre-season. That's what I'd read in an article. There we go. So yes, that was that was my research. I hats off. Credit where credit's due. I doff my cap at you, sir. Hats off. A, a combined sixty-five auction points has got you so far after game week eight. It's got you a hundred and nine points out of those two players I'd almost get me a slap up dinner with some gentlemen wearing their draft uniforms <laughs> you're not invited <laughs> oh uh, just to throw this in for Marcus this week uh, Robert Snodgrass is injured so he's not going to be playing this great <laughs> that's why he's not in my team so moving on Bradley who moving got for on fourth we're fourth now. in fourth position now he originally went for 53 auction points however after a bit of a kerfuffle kerfuffle with Neil Dutton, he ended up going for 35 points because he became a window transfer. And that is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Same points as Salah, 55. And he is be- he belongs to Andy O'Neill, who is currently second from bottom in the that, table. That shows how utterly pants the rest of his team is. It really it? does. That's it really one does. team. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, went, who went above above Andy this this week? I to put him into second I, bottom. I, I, oh, I don't I think the researchers have dug that deep into sure what, what happened. Well, we'll yeah. have to look into He's the kind it. of guy that would probably be quite subtle about it. Yeah. He? He wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't toot his own horn. Pretty yeah. handsome guy. Probably someone who's expecting to drop straight back down again. <laughs> number so, three. Number three, uh, who went for 50 auction points and belongs to Meds, is Sadio Mane. Yeah. Very he's good. had a good, good few weeks. And the thing is, Mane, what he'll do, he'll, he'll like, to use the phrase of the phrase of that last um, episode, he'll bang a couple in like a week. He'll have yeah. he'll go a few weeks of just like doing his thing, pottering and giving it a good go, and then one week he'll get two goals and an assist, yeah. and then he'll sort of potter along, and then he'll get three goals. Do you know what I mean? Like he pops up and bangs them in. And now he's actually had a fully justified hissy fit about Mo Salah. I think he's the, the biggest. Ball. He's the biggest threat to Mo Salah. So yeah. he's now going to be yeah. getting more passes. Uh, from Mo because of that hissy fit. Because the, the justified hissy fit. Yeah. And with your gamesmanship head on, Bradley, Yeah. do you think that there's any coincidence that, that that match was televised, wasn't it? Are you suggesting that Sadio Mane would have known it was televised he, and that was the match to kick off? His on? moment, 
Because I feel like maybe I listen to it on the radio, and if I've listened to it on the radio, then that means it's probably on telly. It's a great theory. I knew you'd like it. It's a great theory. (laughs) This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ultimately, it's been coming because... Uh, well, you get you shouted it a couple of like a, a, a two or three episodes ago. You talked about you talked about um, Mo Salah's selfishness as a player, and that was before Mane, Mane kicked off at him. Yeah, and I think you do need to have a degree of that as a striker. Liverpool operate in such a way that their talent, their their goals can come from anywhere, mm. and if you've got one player who suddenly gets ahead of themselves and is is like, I want more of a piece of this. That's going to be the disruption for that system they've got, and they don't—they don't need anybody getting in the way of that at the moment. Because so, and it's highlighted even more when he's next to Bobby Firmino, who's yeah, like oh, the yeah. most unselfish person yeah. since like Florence Nightingale played for Notts County. Second best player in the game currently, he went for fifty auction points, and he belongs to Marcus Ellard. There His we name are. Is Sergio Aguero? Sergio just keeps on going because oh look again some weeks it's he just like energizer on here. It's yeah, it's just like he's not really kind of some weeks he's not done anything, but he's always, always, always up there. Yeah, always up there. Well, when Man City score, they score a lot, and yeah. he's involved because he's the main man. Do an injury though, isn't he now? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you, just want, you just want to see. You just want to to see my team challenge. Well, this is what makes that trade the most interesting that Andy's managed to get out of Duts in that he's managed to prize uh, Jesus away from him and in return for Giroud, because I just feel there's a bigger return with Jesus. Because even if Aguero doesn't get injured... Well, as we've just seen, start with that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> even if he doesn't get injured, we've seen in the last couple of weeks what uh, Pep likes to do is give Aguero a bit of breather, yeah. which is smart because he has suffered from injuries. Yeah. From a fancy football point of view. So there's a potential if you've got Jesus, you're going to pick up the points when Aguero's having a rest. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. And Jesus, when he comes on, he does he, he does score. 
he scores every every time he, he starts. Whereas and, 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 Giroud's not going to get any time because Tammy's going to play every single match and score a goal in every other one minimum for me. Well, <laughs> I asked him and he said yes. Even if Tammy does get injured, you asked him and he said yes. Yeah, mate, yeah. The, yeah. A bit like when you asked uh, Bill Kenwright how those Everton players were going. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> the, the, the other argument in place like Jesus, it's not just like when they when they come into the team that they do well. So it's the reason why I've kind of kept Oxley Chamberlain a bit because I've gone on the basis that when he plays, it will be against the weaker opposition. So and obviously you've got more chance of scoring more goals against That's the good opposition. Right, yeah. so, so that is and, and Jesus, he, he's more likely, you think. To play at home against Newcastle, than he is away against Liverpool. Yeah, but you'd much rather right. you'd much rather like that, and that's why I've I've kept on to the ox, even though he's not really playing. So I hope when we put, when we get a good run of fixtures, he'll get the he'll run out and score so, 14, 15 goals a game. The other confusing thing <laughs> with old, in Old Trafford. The other confusing <laughs> thing with Giroud is that he's very handsome, but Shwai, <laughs> is that confusing? Yeah, you're right. Confused. Oscar's never confused. <laughs> yeah, he's very confused. Never has he been more handsome than that advert where he sprays himself with deodorant. Oh god, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, has scored a couple goals recently. He is sort of showing himself to be Chelsea's second pick striker, making Giroud the third pick striker, and Dutz has just traded him into his team. Yeah. Which leads us on to. The top scorer so far? The top scorer so far went for 40 auction points. The reason he only went for 40 is because of an injury record that is not the best. Oh. And he has been injured recently, or for the last game, I believe. Kevin De Bruyne, currently on 63 points, owned by Daniel Mantle. Two things about that. 63 points already, that's incredible. Yeah. And the second thing about that, of course he's owned by Daniel Mantle. Oh, yeah. of course. And that is, I think that's the big threat, is that Mantle just lurks. He just lurks. He's lurking right now behind Melalu and Nick, and he will be up there come the season. Feeling end. breathing down my neck. It's, yeah. It's unsettling, and if anything. Watch out for those mental dandies. He might not turn up for your birthday, but he'll turn up come the end of the season at the top of the league. Yeah, mate. Do you want an aspirin? Hey. Matthew, you are currently sitting top of the league. Congratulations. Champion. Thank you very much. Champion. Is it too early for that? Well, oh, mate, if you want to sing it, you've already predicted that Nick was going to be on Why, top why? Of it. <laughs> <laughs> having, having kicked him off the perch, albeit temporarily. All right. Now, there's been suggestions, um, maybe from people who are in this room at the moment, that they're, they've questioned what research went into I have, your I have draft heard a couple of aspersions being kicked around. Yeah. What we thought we would do is to just give you a little test on your team to see what research, what knowledge you had about your players, to see, you know, what what degree you had actually, what depth you've gone into on your on your, on your squad. I've not made any I've not sort of made any secret of this, Matthew. I think there's a huge degree of luck <laughs> that's gone into your team, sure. and I would, and I, and I was talking about this to Bradley, and Bradley was like, "I don't 
think you're right. I dis I disagree. I think there's an element of research going into that. So Bradley said, and to put his theory to the test, that's why he's devised this little this little game. Excellent. So now, if you can hear uh, footsteps moving in around in the background, that's me. I've got socks on, so you won't hear those footsteps at all. Uh, oh God, you're leaving me breaking don't, the Don't break the Jim Whiteboard. Jim uh, Whiteboard is just going to be facing the wall here, so that um, Matthew doesn't have a visual <laughs> aid to answer with. Is this for me to? So I can't see who's in my team. Correct. Oh right. right. We okay. assume you've got intimate knowledge of your team anyway. Well, so it's a one-man team, Mo Salah, isn't it? That was. Oh. Well, there's one player, you know, who's. Well, uh, I've learned one. Who's in your side? Well, there we go. Top of the league, Matthew Melu. Okay, so Matthew, I've got six questions for you. I feel like <clears> six <throat> questions will be enough to, uh, you know, gauge your knowledge or yeah. your team. All right. I think that's fair. Illuminate the listener as to whether I am an underdog or not. Okay. Oh, he's going to play on this, Bradley. Mate, I don't think this is a fair Either block. way, it's a win-win here. Either you, get, you feel justified <laughs> in thinking that I didn't do a good enough oh. job, or it turns out that I actually did do a decent job, okay. and this is the year of the underdog. Let's hey, uh, so The audience are going to... I'm not sure how... The, I'm not sure how the audience are going to take this, because they might feel as though you're playing the victim card in some circumstances. They may feel like they've been duped by you if you're going around saying you're the underdog. Yeah. And, um, I, and you suddenly turn around and win this thing. Well, hang well, on a you minute. Know, for, the, for someone that's never... Well, what's my highest place in? Sixth? Sixth, yeah. Um, for someone who's never placed higher than sixth, to, to be where I am at the moment is, to be honest, a bit unexpected. And there is a ton of luck in there. Who knew Daniel James was going to be the only decent player in the Man United squad? Well, oh, you did, apparently. There's two players on you. Um... And so, I would say in that, that respect, it is a bit of an underdog story for someone who's never broken the second half of the of the draft to get up to the top half. I would I say the like uh, there's a huge caveat to that is you knew that the inevitability of this being turned into a podcast meant you were going to save your best sharking season. Yeah, when, when we went on air, I've been sandbagging for seven years, <laughs> hoping to God you guys would make a podcast. Sandbag. Okay. Thank you. Go Let, for it. Let's get down to it. Questions for Melalu. Let's have them. Top of the league. We test his knowledge on Melulu's FC. Done. Question number one. Which of your players scored the highest points total last season? Mo Salah. That is correct. Yeah, that's a good one. He's mentioned him before as well, hasn't he? So he's yeah. sort of warmed himself he was, up. There. He was worth every bid I put, put up for him. Do you know how cheap. many points he scored? <laughs> I'm gonna hazard a guess. That's for, I, uh, that's very good pun. That's very good punning. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> gonna claim um, it as well. I'll, I'll, Eden, <laughs> I'll Eden you a guess of uh, about two hundred and sixty-five comes to mind. That is a very good shout. It's very close. Two hundred and fifty-nine. Oh, I knew that. Then I why? Knew it. Then I will now pass these Thank questions you. over yeah, to you after. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Matthew, which national team does Sayed Kalasanach play for? Uh, well, when he's not defending his fellow teammates from being carjacked, he's going to come from an Eastern European team like... Like, similar to... <laughs> <laughs> um, like Serbia. Marcus, did you know the answer to that question? 
I don't think I do. There's a bit of me that wants to say because he was with he was with Meta Erzl, wasn't he? Mm. There's a bit of me that wants to see say he's Turkish German. guys only hang, hang out together. Oh, well, he's German, not Turkish. He's German. German. I'm I'm pleased that Brummett's not actually here right now because he'd be bursting at the seams to tell yeah, you because he loves it that uh, Kalasnac is uh, a Bosnia and Herzegovina. Oh, this close. Oh, I felt like Bosnia for a moment, then I thought you're in the right ballpark. Okay. Okay. Question number three. Which of your team, Lulu's FC, has the most international caps? Which player has represented his country the most times? Mm. Now, I don't have intimate knowledge of Matthew's team, so I'm going now, to... For the, well, how about we say this? For the audience at home, yeah. we're going to tweet a picture just specifically of Matthew's team. Marcus is going to go and have a little look at the, the board. Go and have a look. Melalu should know his team. Yeah, I shouldn't. I should know my team. So Tammy's been all under twenty ones. I'm guessing that doesn't count. Correct. Just checking. <laughs> um, did um, did my my goalkeeper get on the pitch the other day? Because they were, they called him up, didn't they? I mean, I just want an answer to the question. No, but I'm it? just yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Take a guess, Matthew. Well, okay. Take a guess. Which um, of your players? So, lots of international caps. The most, in Yeah, fact. well, Mo Salah will have done a load, but I'd, have Egypt done that many? I mean, they play a lot. They play games just as many as, as well, many Well, then Mo the Salah, ones. then. Marcus, do you know the correct answer? Having looked at the, having looked at the team. Yeah. Lacazette? Both incorrect. Who is it? David Silva. Oh, oh, that yeah, okay, okay. that makes quite a lot of sense. Just, just one of your best players. Yes, yeah, 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 he's yeah. been around yeah. for a, a, a kingpin to any team. Yeah, very good. Very Which good. Uh, Wolfie offered me um, Barkley for on when? the week that uh, it was a trade offer. Oh, Wolf offering offering me a great trade. trade. Yeah, who, oh. who knew on the on the back of last week's expose? Then what did he do with Barkley? Oh, he dropped him. He dropped him. Yeah, he's so. He's and that so was the week that Silver scored a goal and assisted two. Scored yeah. me fifteen yeah. points. He's like. Oh, mate, I've got a great trade for you. I, no, thanks. So, on my birthday this week, Wolf spent 20 minutes trying to convince me that the trades he'd offered were good trades. He didn't agree <laughs> with the assessment of his trade offerings. He did talk to me about that outside the pub, actually. As well. It was astonishing how bad the other trades that I didn't even know about were. And he was there trying to tell me that they were good trades. Question number four. We're... Uh, one for three at the moment, so this will... Hang on, one and a half for three. Uh, what's I your thought half? we said Kalasanach, we said I was close. No. No, I don't think no. the people of uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina will be too pleased to know that you got half a point for suggesting no. <laughs> that Kalasanach may have played for Serbia. No, I, I said one of the Eastern European countries. Yeah, I, right. I, think, I think people would be offended I by right, half I'm sorry, I'm sorry to all the people I've offended. Throughout the course of your life? And there's a long list. <laughs> we could be here for a while. This is only going to be... An hour, I'd say. I think of a podcast. Um, question number four. Who was the last team, this is previous to his current team, who was the last team that Tammy Abraham played for in the Premier League? He didn't play for Villa in the Premier League. He was loaned to them from... I thought he was a Chelsea loanee. 
but they just loan him out like they do with all their midfielders and then bring them back when they need them. He's not a midfielder. <laughs> Chelsea. They must have played a game for Chelsea. So previous to his current club, Chelsea. Well, I thought they had him from like really young. I don't. I thought he came through their programme. I don't know is the answer to that. <laughs> Marcus, do you know? Palace? Incorrect. The answer was Swansea City. Ah, I'm learning lots about your team, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So are you. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, one for four. Yeah. So, question number five. Almost over, Matthew, don't you worry. Yep. Which member of your team won their club's Player of the Season award last season? You have one player in your squad who won the Player of the Season award for last season. David Silva. Marcus, do you know the answer? Jordan, are you? Oh, that'll be a good shout. He's had a good few weeks as well. The answer is Alexander Lacazette. Oh, no, that was going to be my second Have guess. You? What? Oh, Lacazette God. rather than Abami? Oh, rather than Abami, yeah. Well, Abamian came in halfway, through the, halfway through the season, didn't he? Uh, not last year, no. But uh, Lacazette did have a very impressive year. Scored oh. some. The goals he scored were crucial goals, whereas okay. Abamian was scoring more goals against. Yeah. T- like, he obviously was top goal scorer in the, in the league, but his goals came uh, still against some good teams, but Lacazette's hit some crucial ones. Okay, so we're on. <laughs> Last question, the sixth question. We're on one for five. We've got um, one, one right, yeah. Yeah, okay. Which of your team has a brother who played in the Premier League and is currently battling it out in the Championship to get back into the Premier League with Swansea City? So he's in your team. He's in my team and he's got a brother. His who brother is currently. Plays for Swansea. Yeah. This is niche. Well, actually, there was a. I, I'll give you a clue. His name has already been said. Yeah, yeah. In the last, I, it's it. Few is, aren't there two IUs? Have I made that up? That's my guess. Is another IU? Is there? Are they the IU brothers? Do you remember the name <laughs> of the IU who's in your team? The one that's still in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. Oh my word. Work. Congratulations, Matthew Melu. You scored two out of six. Hello! Yes! A 33.33% recurring return. <laughs> I will take it. As a, as a percentage, that sounds much more impressive. I will say, I think probably a year, two years, three years ago, that might have been a zero for six. So yeah. two for six is an improvement. Well I've, I've made progress. Well done. And that's the end of... Underdog Day Afternoon. (laughs) Very good. Marcus? Bradley? You ready for another game? I was born ready. Melalu, are you ready for your first game? We were not only born ready, I'm ready now. (laughs) (laughs) Melalu's ready, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's a it's a hot fuzz joke, isn't it? I was born ready, yeah, but are you ready now? Ah, Come on! 
to be a big man in a small town. Fuck off down the model village. There it is. <laughs> yes. One for Hot Fuzz fans there. Mm-hmm. Brummit, I take it you're ready. Ready as Breck. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what? Three for wow, three. Original. You're one of the guys in the draft who isn't a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take ourselves back to May 2019. Wales have achieved a Six Nations Grand Slam. Tom Brady has just won his sixth Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. England have yet to go on to win the Cricket World Cup. This is where your minds need to be to play pointless drafting. You are about to draft teams in attempt to score the lowest amount of points possible. (laughs) Oh! The players available from the 2018-19 season. You're going to pick a goalkeeper, four defenders, four midfielders, what? two strikers. And the aim of the game is for all of those players to have the lowest draft scores you can think of. Brummett's already I know. Oh, he's looking, looking at the board! I has already cheated. Your picks have to be someone who actually played a game that season. You cannot pick a player who you actually drafted. Okay. To find out which order you'll be playing in, doesn't make a massive difference because you'll be going around in the snake draft order. But to figure out who goes first, we're going to have a contest. And the closest number to the answer to this question will go first. Gentlemen, on the pieces of paper that I've just handed to you, I want you to write down your guesstimates for how many goals to date you think that Harry Kane has scored in the Premier League? I mean, you've had a a big old chat about Mr. Kane today. But I'm guessing... Well, that should help inform you then. Everyone got an answer? Yeah. Okay. I've done the thing I should never have done and I crossed out my original and gone for a different one. I've crossed out mine twice. So, So, Mr. Brummett, would you like to go first? How many goals do you think Harry Kane has scored in the Premier League? I think it's slightly less than you. I think it's less than you think. So I'm gonna go 108. 108 goals. Yeah. Matthew Melalu, how many goals do you think that Harry Kane has scored in the Premier League? You said he's made the hundred club, but there are other competitions. So I've gone for 70 goals. What the hell? <laughs> well, because he might have scored those other goals in like the FA Cup and shit. He did score 40 goals in the Charity Shield, and I did say about four times. In the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, so... No, but what Mel said was, is... Oh, said what he's saying is to get into the career 100 club. Yeah. Was that was that a Premier League 100 club? I just, I just put it this way. You've completely misread the programme, the 100 club. Excellent. Marcus. 114. So that's six over what Brummett has said. Yeah. yeah. Can I guess 105? Congratulations, Marcus. You will be going first. The Ooh. answer is 129 goals wow. to date. I'd just like to say my first answer was 127 and I bottled it. Shit. Story of your season. Okay, Marcus. Yes. I would like a goalkeeper, please, in this first round of pointless drafting. That I didn't draft last year. Gazaniga. You know how to say his name now. Show up. <laughs> Brummett, I would like a goalkeeper from you, please. I'm going to go with Romero at Manchester United. God, God, I hate you so much. Oh, that was totally what I was going to do. Did he play, though, at all? Yeah, because 
He was it. the FA Cup boy, and I think there was a period where he played one or two yeah, matches. That's what I'm hoping. That's oh, what I'm hoping. why? I was going to sound legitimately clever for a moment. Better start thinking. Melody. Yes. Talk about Ian Walker. No. <laughs> that, the boy that used to be the England goalkeeper that started selling head and shoulders and forgot how to play. He's fishing. Allow Melody to come up with his answer by himself. I feel like he was at West Ham. What was his name? <laughs> All right, I'm not going to remember his name, and I know that's ridiculous because you you are all literally in your head screaming. I'm looking at you. <laughs> he was the England goalkeeper. For I know. Fucking years. This is like Marcus to try to draft someone when he's ten stellars in. <laughs> drop drop an aspirin, mate. I'm going to have to go for someone that I know played. I know he got lots of points, um, but he won't have got the most points. I'm going to go for Pickford. So I'm going to give you the scores as it as it stands. Oh, it's exciting as we go through. I'm going to go through, through the scores as we go through players. So Gazaniga scored Marcus 13 points. Oh, well done, yes. well done, Marcus. Yes, That's thank good. you. Romero didn't play a single minute. Shit! Oh. Romero, 200 points. Oh, oh, wow. God. I wouldn't worry about it, Bromit, because Jordan Pickford scored 161 last season. <laughs> so great uh, season. However, Joe Hart. Joe Hart! <laughs> oh, that's his what name! What did he get? What did he get? Oh. Brett the Hitman Hart. Tony Hart. He got like 50. Joe Hart got only 69 points last year. <sighs> so we move to defenders. Melalu, I'd like your first defender, please. Obviously. Mr. Legend that he is, Leighton Baines. Phil Jones? Luke Shaw, who I believe was out of favour with Mourinho. Matthew Melu, Leighton Baines scored you seven points. Excellent work. Very well played. played. He's always looked after Well played. Phil Jones scored Brummett 43 points. Take it. Marcus, Luke Shaw scored you 91. Oh. Your next defender, please. Vincent Company. I love that. I don't know whether the podcast picked that up, but I just got a very like a very subtle Yeah. Good. From from it. From across the room. <laughs> from it. Um similar similar kind of play to company. Can I get um Dummit from Newcastle? Dummit for Brummit. <laughs> Dummit for Brummit. I this is it this is an excellent game. This is an excellent game. <clears throat> and if it had been like a few years ago I'd be I'd be hating every second of it because what? it's what annoyed me about 10 minutes before I left, I went, I should probably do some draft research because I know it's going to be, there'll be some game, but yeah. Melody. I didn't. Yes. <laughs> I will pick Matteo Damia. It's absolute bobbins. Thank you, Luke. So that round, Marcus, Vincent Company scored you 58. Brummit, Dummit, Scored you, scored you 67. Oh, shit, more than that. Darmian Melalu scored you 14. I very oh, take that. Very good. Next defender, please, Melalu. Oh, well, on a similar vein, got to be Rojo. Made a glass. Is it Bailey? Bailey, how do you pronounce his name? Bailey. 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 That's the season he came in. Yeah, he played probably half the game. Oh, did he? Oh. 
Where's Morgan? Oh, that was my backup. Yeah. Captain Morgan. That round, Marcus with Wes Morgan, he scored 76. Did well last year, eh? With Eric Bailly. Bailey. Ali. Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Delete as appropriate. Uh, Bramit, you scored 16. Yeah, that's good. Well done. Matthew Melaloo. Yeah. With the lowest score of the round so far. Two points. Oh, right. awesome, man. I mean, it hurts, as a, it hurts as a supporter, but right now, that's pretty decent. Marcus, one. Yeah. your next pick, please. This could be terrible, Chris Morning. He did play. That, is that what were you agreeing, or were you, were you. I think that's a mistake. I think it's a mistake. I think he did actually score some goals. Yeah. Rummit. Callum Chambers. Oops, sorry, who's Callum Chambers? Arsenal defender. Slick cut. Slick cut, Chambers. He had a bit, bit yes. He had it three problems, doesn't he? Melody. Um I'm going to have to ask you, did I have Jagielka that season? I know I've had him a season and he was absolute pants. That round, Phil Jagielka got 22 points last season. Callum Chambers, I think he was at Fulham, uh, got 60 points for Bromwich. 60. 60, 6-0. Old slick cut. And Chris Smalley got 56. That could have been, I thought it was going to be a lot worse, mate. Midfielder, please, Market. Midfielder, please, Melody. I will go with Morgan Schneiderlin. Market. Bromit. Fabian Delph. Midfielder that season. Marcus. Jack Wilshire. That round, Marcus, you scored 17 with Jack Wilshire. Oh, well done. Fabian Dalf got you 29. Very good. And Morgan Schneiderlin got you 28, Melody. Very good, good round. round. Respectable. Good round. Marcus, another midfielder, please. As I accidentally blurted him out earlier, Danny Drinkwater. Danny Drinkwater. Because I had to. Yeah. I think he made a couple of like, off the benches. Yeah. But. It's, it's really, it's all going on here. Oliver Skip. Oh, who? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that, has, that has to be. Who is that? That has person? to be a pointless answer. <laughs> what, he's, what he's done well there is that Tottenham last year seemed to have a load of like youth players with like really like sort of like practical names like Oliver Skip, Dave. Plug. <laughs> John Brick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well done. Melody. I'm going to go for his debut stroke breakout season. McTominay. Uh, latter half of the season, I think. And he was, he, he was brought on in I matches, right. so I don't think he'll have done much. He didn't do much. He scored 38 points. Could be worse. Skip did even less than that and got 12 points. Ooh. Drinkwater did even less than that. Didn't play a minute. Oh, oh 200, 200 points! points no. oh, not a single minute! No, he was just happy to cash the paycheck. Not a single minute! Oh, a single minute. Wow. That was what he was happy to do. He'd won his Premier League title. <sighs> Football was of no That's it, I fucked it. Melaloo. What's next? Midfielder, please. Oh. Okay, sorry. Oh, this is hard. 
Mm. And I, I, I'm going to go. I didn't draft him last year. I have drafted him this year. Bernard. So this is a bit of a 200 point risk. I go with Phil Foden. That's alright. Yeah, I think that's alright. Can right. you play a bit? I yeah, remember him scoring. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> it's gone the other way. He's just got 200 <laughs> points, but he's actually just gained the He's player of the year last year. Marcus. Um, I'm not sure where his injury fits into this whole situation, um, but Oxlade Chamberlain. Was he injured? <laughs> There's a man who knows. Was he injured for the whole season, or did he get injured at the beginning of last season? Champions League semi-finals. The year before. Oh no! Uh, but actually, wait. Did he come in? I know he's only come back now. Like he's come back. Did he in, do a little run out? Did he have a bit of a run season? out at the end of last season? You might. You we'll, could have got one point in. We'll find out <laughs> now. Bernard scored you 88 points, by the way. Oh, he did quite well. Foden scored Bromit 25 points. Oh, oh, right. How many minutes do you think Oxley Chamberlain plays? Nine? <laughs> 19. No! One point! One point! Yes. Did he get booked? Is it a pointless? He somehow got two points for you. <laughs> How? I ain't got a bonus. A bonus point? <laughs> he, must have played, he must have come on a sub twice. Amazing. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well done, Marcus. What an answer. Well done. <sighs> and off the back of that form, Marcus, your final midfielder, please. Um, I mean, literally anyone now. Uh, no, 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 not anyone. Okay, no, I'm not sure. I'm not I'm sure if this if he was injured or I'm just off. Jordan Henderson. Brother. I've had another mind blank. Um, but to keep this going, Adam Lana. Well, I I sort of love how for this game, it, for Melo, it's just remembering players. I generally can't remember any midfielders. <laughs> I mean, I could remember, like, if I say, um, this is not my guess, but, like, Willia, but he's clearly going to get a load of points. Um, I'm trying trying to remember. Because yeah, he, he had a tour with the, the Black Eyed Peas, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matic! There you go. He's a holding, he's not a creative, and he fell out of favour with Mourinho. Oh no, he went there because he liked Mourinho. So can that I, round... Can I ask a question before we do? Yes. What did, what did Kevin De Bruyne get? That is a... Uh, he, he must have got... Barely playing, I reckon he still got the 60 he or must have got like something six, yeah, stupid. Yeah. That's well, a very interesting question. He got 59. Okay. Okay, so that round... Um, Nemanja Matic scored you 59 points. Bit like Kevin De Bruyne. Adam Lallana scored you 23 points. Yeah, from it. Uh, Jordan Henderson, Marcus, scored you 76 points. Oh. So. That's less than I thought, actually, Marcus. Yeah. I'm not going to name the scores after. There's only two players left to go. I'm going to wait till both those players are gone. Uh, I'm going to wait till you pick both those players, and they're both going to be strikers, and we're going to start with Marcus. Oh, great. Um, Shinzi Okazaki. Oh, you cheeky boy. From it. Um, I'm going to go with Andy Carroll. Hello, Lou. Yep, that's me. That Wilson lad. He played a few games. Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson. And your second striker. Oh, what, me straight away? Oh, that's not fair. And I'll just remind everyone the aim of the game. Try and get players who have scored 
<laughs> Not many points. Oh, <laughs> did Callum Wilson score a lot of points? Did he? Oh. Well, I mean, he's currently the seventh best player in the game this season, so... Uh... Yeah, but I thought it was his breakout season. I didn't think he did much. Thought... You thought this was his breakout season? No, season. last season I thought he only did, like, a few games. You thought... As in the United Wilson. No, you're thinking of James Wilson. Yeah. But you said Callum. Because someone said Callum, I said that Wilson lad. You got to be punished by your football. Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, I only know good strikers. Why didn't you draft any last season? Because <laughs> they all stole them from me. Uh, this is going to think get... of a think of a team in the Premier League. No, yeah, this is going to get me too many points. Um, I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for Danny Ings and I'm going to regret it. I'll go with Connor Wickham then. Marcus, your final pick, please. Theo Walcott was not a striker. I think he scored the kind of points that would stop you having to buy dinner this year, mate. The scores are in. And up until we got to the strikers, it looked like there was only going to be one winner. Oh, no. However, one of you has made an absolute balls up of the strikers. Oh, God, it's me. Let's start with the winner. Matthew Brummett, 489 points. Congratulations. Well done, Matt. I literally didn't think it was mathematically possible. I got my number. Uh, It wasn't until Matthew Mellew decided to pick uh, Callum Wilson and Danny Ings (laughs) and got a total of uh, 258 points. (laughs) (laughs) Scored him 677 points. However, that wasn't enough to get him last place. Which once again goes to Marcus. How? With 757 what? points. With Zaha well good. Zaha got 143 points last oh, year. Oof. What did Akazaki get? 25. Oh shit. Congratulations, Brummett. You oh, win. Well. Pointless drafting. Yes. Should we take uh, just a minute to say some thank yous, Marcus? I think that's a good idea. Starting with C J Put a 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 bandit. Thanks for all the music that you created for our show. Cheers, mate. You happy hypocrite. Very good. That's what it's called. Check it out. Uh, also, thank you to Kate Bellamy at kate.made.this for the artwork, and also thank you to Matthew Melaly. You're welcome, gents. Here he is. Been great putting the artwork together for the social media team. Tangible proof of that artwork is on this table right now in the form of these glorious sticky effigies. Uh, we all have our faces on them. I love them. Uh, it also, uh, I got a couple of draft themed birthday presents this year. Another one was a mug from uh, Tom Rook. Who, yeah, that was great. Yeah, we'll get a picture of that up, I think, as well. Uh, who else got to thank? Uh, thanks also, as usual, to our fantastic producer, Mr. Zach Brown. Hey, Zach. Cheers, pal. Uh, also, uh, Will Coburn, another guy who turned up to the birthday, as well as Zach did, actually. Yeah, yeah he did. They both did. Zach had some top chat on. Yeah, yeah. it's good to see them both. birthday chat. Yeah. He's we were talking um, about Western Australian rugby league. I was in my element. <laughs> Will, Will also, for a time, really showed some speed on the karting track. Yeah, even after he got a black flag, he still yeah, he's carried on fifth, I think. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, Phil was the angriest of the Carters. Angriest of the drafters. And who, who knew? Showed it on track by getting black flagged. Um, he was disqualified in the final. Yep. Uh, Wolfie got a little black flag for himself and decided to argue with the track marshals. Wolfie so in the slower race also, got black flag, also yeah. Also true to form. So, thank you to Will Coburn at wcobernphotography.com. And lastly, but not leastly, our hosts and wonderful friends over at ACAST. Cheers, ACAST! Thanks very much, lads! And lasses! Unsurprisingly, it was Brummett there with the most pointless knowledge, pointless draft knowledge, and he's come through after Melu completely blew it uh, at the end there. I bet he'll be disappointed, but well, he was the underdog, wasn't he? He's the underdog, and also he's winning the he's winning the draft at the minute. So, so he won't be that disappointed. He'll, be that disappointed. he'll just he'll just look at the draft table and take consolation in that. So we've had a quiz this week. We've uh, found out what Melu actually knows about his team. Not much. And um, we're all excited for this weekend because the Premier League is back. back. You've already had some games. By the time you listen to this, we'll all be either celebrating that Harry Kane's got a hat-trick or crying in the corner of the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Very specific. Yeah, that's 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 usually what happens, essentially. Um, but again as always thanks for listening and until next time draft safe baby Bruce Willis was dead all along (laughs) classic A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save